Hello everyone, welcome to the Mike Armstrong podcast show and uh, this evening I'm joined by Janice Eisenman um, who's from uh, My Body Couture in uh, Canada and we're going to have a little chat about uh, business and lockdown and, and networking <laughs> and all those sort of things and a bit of, bit of fitness thrown in as well I guess. Uh, how are you doing today uh, Janice, you okay? I'm great, how are you? Yes, I'm very, uh, very well, thank you, very well. Um, so yeah, it's great to uh, connect with you. What time is it in uh, Canada at the moment? It's just about two o'clock. So I think we're eight hours difference. Okay, yeah, yeah. I deal uh, a lot with people in America, but not so much Canada. So I haven't quite got used to. How many timelines are there in Canada? Oh, I don't actually know. <laughs> I should know. I would fail some sort of uh, high school exam for not knowing this, but I don't know. The country for not knowing that. I know it's terrible. You know the one fun fact about our time zones in Canada, we actually have a time zone called Newfoundland and Labrador and it's half an hour. It's not a full hour. Okay. Yeah, that's confusing when you get half hours. It's totally confusing. <laughs> so they're working yeah, for a little beat out there. I think America's three. It might be four, I'm not hundred percent sure, but uh I know East is uh, East Coast is five hours behind the UK and and the I think the West Coast is seven hours. I, mean, I don't know. It gets confusing, but uh, not to worry. The first We're the same, I... but we have the three and a half. We have the half yeah, time okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there we are. They'll have to remember that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, I usually like to ask people about the, the lockdown, how it's been for them, and, and also if they've done any particular pivoting in their business during that time. So how's it been for you? Well, there was absolutely pivoting because like most places on the planet we actually were completely closed so uh on march i don't know 15th 16th it feels like a million years ago the government said no more going to the gym so interestingly they actually didn't make it illegal for me to be open they made it illegal for people to attend yeah the facilities so um, as of that moment, there was no more bricks and mortar business. So the, there was an instant pivot as we, that's the word we use for this, uh, to online. So yeah. I am fortunate in that it's a fitness business. And so that can actually be delivered online. So the, the shelter at home orders that were put in place had a very strong impact on my business because there was a three month window when I was actually completely closed. Yeah. And now I'm open with kind of mandates and fences around it. Yeah, but, it's like a social distancing. Is it going to be two meters apart or a meter and a half? Yes, Canada is doing two meters, I believe, whatever six feet is. We have to be six feet apart, which is a little, bit more, than, a little bit more than some jurisdictions, a little bit less than others, but yeah, we're six feet. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I think uh, six feet is uh, a little bit less than two meters, I think. Might be. Uh, I don't know. It's weird because Canada actually, <laughs> we go on the, we actually technically are on the same measuring scale as you, but we refer to it as six feet. I don't know uh, what the meters are supposed to be, but six yeah. feet. How, how is actually, I, I haven't heard too much about Canada from the UK. I've heard a lot about America. You know, Donald Trump uh, take, tends to take most of the news uh, <laughs> from North American continent. Um, we've we've I, all heard about America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's heard about America. I think Trump uh, Trump sells newspapers all over the world. <laughs> this is true. This is true. 
Canada has actually, I, I feel like we have done very well in the scheme, which is why we're not exactly competing for with America for, for news. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's always good not to be in the newspaper in these times. With, when it comes to COVID, yes, we're, we're going to go with no news is truly good news. Yeah, 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 definitely. And Canada always is a bit like, um, you know, a bit like Australia and sorry, New Zealand, I always think. Like, you know, they're quite sensible, like, you know. So, so I would have thought, I would, you know, that's how Canada always comes across to me, is always quite a sensible nation. You know, America's a bit nuts, but, but Canada's always a bit more, um, you know, a bit more sens sensible, a bit more cosmopolitan. And a bit like New Zealand, you know, where it's been managed quite well, and, and, and you know, they've seemed to keep a lid on it. I would imagine that's how Canada has been, you know, most. We actually have we have kept quite a good lid on it. I don't know yeah. how this all proceeds from here, but yes, it's they've taken a they've taken a moderate, consistent approach. Yeah. That sort of means that our numbers are pretty flat and very unnewsworthy. Fair enough, fair enough. And um, <laughs> so, um, have you always been into uh, fitness and health and, and, and well-being and all that, or, or have you done something else previously and, and then changed later on? Yeah, this is a career shift for me, actually. So, I used to work in the media, actually. So, quite a different career, and I think it was closing <coughs> in on eight years ago. I moved my fitness business from part-time I'm not gonna say hobby job but side hustle for sure to a full-time bricks and mortars facility yeah. business okay and, and how long ago did you do that that was I opened the bricks and mortars business in 2013 so seven okay. years Oh, so you had, a, you, had a, you had enough time. It wasn't it wasn't so new that that COVID come along and would have destroyed your business if you'd had only just changed, like you know. But uh, you've been around I had a while. So many thoughts about that because those first couple of years in business really are quite vulnerable, yeah. and they're quite. I describe it as clutching onto the edge of a swimming pool. You're just gripped onto the side of that, kicking. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. Don't want to let go. And in those years, I mean, you just you at least I did, I outlaid so much money to open the business and you're just such a new swimmer that this COVID wave, I really feel like could just take you under. Yeah, you're a bit like, uh, you're a bit like somebody with underlying health uh, conditions with the COVID, if you like your business. Yes. <laughs> you know, you've you got underlying business uh, conditions and if something... <laughs> That's true. It's yeah. so true. Yeah, so I've, I've just been, I mean, this was a moment where a few times I thought, wherever you are, you're just stuck there. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you planned. It doesn't matter if you had a good business plan, bad business plan. It doesn't even really matter what sort of marketing techniques you used. You were just stuck at that moment in time, literally at the mercy of whatever you had done. It was too late. Bring your assets in and you know that's it is what it is right yeah, yeah definitely and um yeah so um i actually myself have been getting healthier during this time so, so i've been exercising twice a day which i never normally used to have time to do uh, because obviously uh, the incentive is if there's a killer virus out there that's going to get you the the least fit you are then you might as well get fit you know you're not going to get much more of an incentive as that to get fit Plus it's also the extra time, the extra time as well. It's a very interesting 
phenomenon right now. Because I actually, I was dying for months to see statistics because I'm like, everybody's got the Fitbits on and we were all carrying around our phone. Someone knows what this data looks like. And when it did come out, basically people who were already conscious of being fit increased their fitness level quite a bit. Yeah. The sedentary folks really leaned into that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you if you really were struggling or it just wasn't happening, those numbers kind of went way down. So, you know, you got the old 300 steps days that are happening for people because they went from their couch to their kitchen, back to their couch, trip yeah. to the kitchen table, back to the couch. But then there was whole groups of people that really did pick that up. So on average, the folks who got more active, it was about 33% more active. So that's quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, some people seen it as an opportunity to get a load of stuff done that they couldn't get done normally. Another yeah. people seen it as an opportunity to worry, stress, and, and return back and forth to the fridge. Yeah. Great. That's right. Now, in fairness, I too was in that group when it started because I have a school-aged child, so he was sent home. And then I became a teacher of elementary school, as well as trying to pivot my business. So that those first six weeks, I I actually did look at my Fitbit data and I was like, ooh, we do not need to release this to the public. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely not looking very healthy. And at that moment, I actually did turn it around because I'm like, well, I can't, I'm, the only person I'm lying to is myself here because this is not going well. So let's prioritize this because if that's not in place, nothing else is going to be really in place. Mm, yeah. And nobody wants to see the big like post COVID reveal where the fitness trainer has, you know, it's not all about weight, but like gained 40 okay. pounds. And, like, you know, not a good story. No, no. Well, I, I, I suppose you could always have the, uh, and now I lost her again in two weeks story. This is true. This is true. Sorry. Which is actually, that's exactly what I did. So I, I, I actually gained eight pounds and then it was like overnight and I was like, Oh my goodness. So then I, I did a, a vegan diet for three weeks and I got moving and lost more than eight pounds. So I'm a sort of uh, 16, 16 and a half stone fella anyway. I can gain eight pounds uh, one Saturday night watching the rugby. <laughs> and a couple of pints and a, and a kebab. <laughs> eight pounds, no problem. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but uh, but I, I can also lose eight pounds quite easy as well, you know, just... Uh, <laughs> You know what? This is true. It's always, it's the, the good showy folks. I, I'm actually like that too. It's like easy come, easy go. So yeah. we can do before and after pictures like every week if I want to. <laughs> easy come, easy go. <laughs> it's just lifestyle, isn't it? Lifestyle is one of the big things for um, for health and, and well-being. And, and I've actually, I started exercising twice a day. I, I'm actually on a 75-day challenge, which... Oh, wow. uh, I did 65 days ago or something, yeah? yeah. Um, so I was on my own challenge for about three months in the beginning of lockdown, just my own routine. Yeah. Um, the odd day off here and there, but mostly exercising two or three times a day. Now I'm on a 75-day challenge, which is only exercising twice a day, uh, but it's also been on a diet, reading a book, drinking a gallon of water. It's a load of different things. It's a challenge, like multiple, yeah. multiple function challenge, no drinking alcohol all that sort of thing and uh and so you know the exercise has been easy to do but just day in day out not missing it a day, no day off or whatever it gets 
you know, you have certain times where it gets to you, like you know what I mean, because you just have like. <laughs> But I, I enjoyed it though, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back once the 75 day challenge is ended. I'm gonna continue with exercising at least once a day every day. Uh, I might once a day is good. Twice is that's that's a lot on a sustainable lifestyle level. But once a day is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think just doing anything daily consistently is going to be good for you, isn't it? Like, you know. But twice a day, it's two 45 minute sessions. I'm gonna change it to one one hour, and then. Oh, I give the whole hour extra in the day or, you know, half hour, you know, really to do more work, like, you know, more business. Like, you right. Know? That's right. Well, I know you're going to be drinking some beer, eating some wings, gaining your eight pounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to be drinking, uh, drinking some beer and, uh, and eating some fatty food because I've been, <laughs> on a, you know, I'll just have a kebab or something, you know, or a bag of chips. Um, because I've oh, been on a diet and no alcohol for the longest time I've ever been on. I've never been on a diet to me. I don't, to me, diets don't work. Uh, I see my mum sort of yo-yo diet most of her life. Yeah. And diets don't work. Either you change your, your lifestyle, so you change your eating habits and you exercise more, or you just exercise a lot. You know, to me, that's nobody, how you... Nobody likes this, but really having a healthy body is about two things exercise yeah. and nutrition yeah and they're just very simple principles actually i mean and, 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 and move more yeah yeah that's right and so i think we're constantly trying to look for these little shortcuts and these little secrets and these oh if you just eat this way magic will happen and it doesn't you just have to really be consistent you have to get out the door and actually do those workouts day in and day out and not skip yeah, anything you know, actually have to eat vegetables you can't get around that there's no there's yeah. no magic tricks to uh, it sweat, sweat is fat crying you know what i mean <laughs> yes if you get the sweat up the fat will cry and disappear but if you don't get it's, the sweat, it's true it's true you know it's true so i actually think covid's been a great time i know for me personally as well just having reduced social contact typically in the summer we have a very short summer in canada so or at least in this part of canada so i generally am enjoying more potato chips consuming more alcohol this year i'm like yeah you know this is a great year to put my principles truly in practice so even without my you know i'm not talking about my clients just me i noticed that we're back to those basics of let's just kind of eat my vegetables, go for walks, you know, and do those really basic fundamental things. Yeah. Well, I come up with a, a happiness formula um, during lockdown. I listened to Jarek Robbins, son of Tony Robbins, on a masterclass speech. Oh, yeah. He was talking about actually um, you know, crisis management and pivoting in business and all of that. But um, he, he went through five steps of happiness, five steps of happiness, which... Um, it was just things to do on a daily basis to be happy. And I was actually living the sort of five things, if you like, at the time. So it really resonated with me because I thought, actually, I'm usually doing three or four of them, maybe, you know, but I'm not always doing all five. And I was actually doing all five every day. This yeah. is true, though. I think we're actually living in a very consumer-oriented world where a lot of us are trying to buy things to make us happy. Yeah. But those really foundational, boring, basic things, I think most people are probably in that. I probably was too. Where you're doing I, think, um, I think most people are doing sort of three or four out of the five. And actually, if you do all five, you will be really, really happy. So I was actually living the five 
I'll tell you the ones I weren't doing regularly and the ones I added to it in a, in a minute. But the, so, so it's actually seven steps, mine is, I call it, so I, I developed his five steps into a, an acronym called the SMART Happiness Formula. Yeah. And it had, I, I disagreed with some of what he said and some of the, the, the foundations slightly because I was living a slightly different version of it. So I come up with my own formula, which is called SMART, which stands for sleep, meditation, ability to perform, random acts of kindness, and target setting, target achievement. Yeah? Yeah. So, so I, I wanted a, a, a nice acronym, so that's why it's SMART. So I've had to come up with A, ability to perform, which I could have called action as well, or activity. Yeah? But I wanted it to cover um, uh, action, exercise, uh, yeah. nutrition and hydration yeah, yeah. i called yeah. it ability to perform because those three are, are what give you that ability to perform consistently oh, totally. yeah yeah because because obviously the nutrition gives you the energy the exercise gives you the um uh, hormones and uh, the hydration keeps you perk and gives you the energy and stops you having your dips and all of that so so i put so as a word, it's not a great word ability to perform, but it covers three areas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the other four, which as an acronym, SMART is really good. It's really clever. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. a certain formula, like, for example, if you do at least half an hour exercise, yeah, if you have a balanced nutritional diet, you drink a gallon of water a day, you know, you sleep for your seven and a half, eight hours, you do at least 30 minutes meditation or mindfulness, you do at least one random act of kindness a day, but it, as many as you can will make you more. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, because it's oxytocin. You release oxytocin when you when you do random acts of kindness. So actually, physically, scientifically, makes you happier. Yeah, yeah. It's the same as it's the same happiness hormone as if you're uh, patting uh, a pet puppy or something. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. If you have uh, a skin on skin with humans, like with yeah. a baby or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. So. And then obviously target setting, target achievement, short, medium and long term gives you anticipation, excitement for looking and achieving something big. But also day to day targets gives you that um, that success release hormone of, of achievement. I like it a lot. And I like your I like your ability to perform because most adults think that we're smarter than that. So so many adults will claim that we need less than eight hours of sleep like we're all scientific miracles no, and no. or that we can just kind of eat this diet or that we can get it slide by without actually we can eat like exercise. brown cardboard you know basically we, stuff stuff with nothing in it like you know dead stuff yeah. that, that we've um uh, stuck in the microwave and it's got nothing in it and it's just it's like super and so what's funny about it is everybody who has children knows how important these things are because if your kid doesn't get enough sleep or if they're eating too much sugar or garbage or packaged food or if they're locked inside without exercise, like there's, you know, I don't know if this is happening in Europe, but in North America, there's a lot of schools that are removing phys ed classes and people, you notice the difference. And so it's fascinating to me because we know this inherently with children. They will just turn into little bears. They're not able to perform. You don't want them around. And yet somehow we grow up and become adults and we're like, ah, you don't need to work out. You don't need, you need like convenience foods. Yeah. And I only need five hours of sleep. Like it just says that we can't, we don't just hit age 18 and then grow out of the need to do these 
basic foundation habits, right? No, we, we just sometimes um, convince ourselves with an adult uh, uh, excuse system that we don't yeah. need them. We convince ourselves, but actually the body still is unconvinced. The body is unconvinced. So you, you will not trick your body you will trick your body because you actually blunt your sensation to feel the difference <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> but you're not actually performing at your best absolutely yeah. not yeah definitely so uh, so yeah so so the smart happiness formula i come up with i like it and um yeah i i quite like it i'm going to teach people i'm going to write books on it and seminars and all that and then uh, okay, a big part of my happiness is success as well so then that led me on to doing a seven step success formula as well so, uh, so which um which pieces did you of tony robbins were you like no this is not so so so, so obviously it was Jar jared robbins tony robbins son, but obviously oh. i imagine a lot of it would have come from tony yeah. Yeah. but um so tony uh so so jared had um he had sleep and he had um meditation and i actually have changed mine to meditation or mindfulness because I yes. wasn't actually meditating, I was doing mindfulness. I was going out and riding on a bike, but letting my brain contemplate and stuff. So actually, I don't think you, you I've actually done meditation since then, and, and to compare it, yeah, but actually I think mindfulness still, you know, is, is enough. It holds so, up. Yes. Yeah, it holds up. It's, it's, it's just letting your brain recalibrate. You know, it's a bit like a, a laptop, you know, a computer, you've got to switch it off every now and then to, to freshen it. and. And let all of the programs get back in the right order and stuff, but you know. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So, yeah. so that is that one. And then he had exercise, and so I had ability to perform. Yeah. Which, which, which to me. Amp this up. We'll add some nutrition. We'll add some sleep. Nutrition. <laughs> Not many people would argue with Tony Robbins or Janet Robbins as sort of, but I'm a bit like you know if that's not what I, that wasn't my experience. My experience was slightly different. That's so right. Just, That's why I was asking because I'm like, you're you're taking on the big boss there. Yeah, exactly. But but I'll take him on. I don't mind. I I I'll, I'll stand my corner. I I got. I don't just come up with stuff for the sake of it. I think about it and I'm strategizing it. And I'm thinking actually, this is what I'm living. So what I'm yeah. living, I can only tell my truth. I can't tell anyone else's, can I? Like you know. I think you're right. I'm That's I'm cool. actually with you on meditation as well. So I actually have a yoga certification and. I mean, I know this is going on video, but I don't meditate. So oh. I'm a yoga teacher that doesn't meditate. But I, I do very much practice that mindful awareness. And yes. for me, that is actually and I think a that's more powerful tool. That, that, that gives you the same happiness, the same con, you know, contemplation, the same um, successful ideas popping out of your head as meditation can do, etc. So what I do is I do mindfulness and I, I stick a bit of meditation in now and then when I think I need it. You know, if I've got a lot of stuff going on or, you know, maybe sometimes I'll put a bit of meditation on to go to sleep, you know, in the, yeah. in the night if my brain's ticking along or something. Um, yeah, so, so the ability to perform was, was different and, um, and, and the mindfulness and all the meditation. The random acts of kindness was the same and he had, oh, and the goals were different as well. So he had, he had goals and I had targets, yeah, but also his goal was just to book a holiday and, and it was more the anticipation of goals. Oh, interesting. But I actually changed it to actually short, medium and long-term goals. So not just booking a holiday or something, but actually setting structured so short, medium and long-term goals, because I yeah. believe that is better for you. You know, it's better for success. And it's also- Well, let's be a hundred percent honest. If we all needed to fulfill the goals, pretty much anything that most people had set for 2020. 
yeah. blown up, right? So it can't just be, you know, because I typically take summer vacation, et cetera. So if my happiness was resting on achieving my 2020 goals, yeah. I would be a mess right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but I think what, what he, he basically says is, um, which I, is true, is, is if you book for a holiday, you get that excitement and that energy. Yeah. And it even is if you don't go on the holiday, but just by booking it, you you've given yourself that hormone. Yeah. But yeah. what 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 I believe is is that's good as one type of happiness. Yeah. Yes. Actually, if you do the short term goals as well, then what you're getting is that. And if, if you're doing that holiday and that anticipation or the long target and the reward for it in the long target, yeah, you've got that anticipation, but you're also getting the little like boosters in your energy of the actual achievement of your daily time. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. So, so therefore I think what my five step formula does is, it's just, it, 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 it enhances and goes into a little bit more detail about some of the flexibilities that you can put into the system to allow it to fit in with your natural sort of day-to-day -day tasks. If you like. My thought was that that would give you practice on constantly reinventing goals and reinventing because yeah. you're kind of always moving through them so you would be quite practiced and then able to deal with situations able to pivot able to pivot right so I, I actually so this has been my, one of my best times in my life i would say the lockdown period has but that's because i love change yes. i love technology i love change i love variety but also i've been living at home for the last i'm working from home for the last eight years yeah so there wasn't really much change to my routine the only yeah. change was instead of having to go to the real world to do real world networking events and, and meetings i just do it online so i can get more done in a day and i like achievement i like i like actually getting stuff done so actually yeah. to do it in a more efficient way is better for me plus everyone else used to be hard to get hold of because they would be in yeah commuter traffic, you know, and lunch breaks and all the rest of that. But now they've just all been contactable at home on, on similar timelines to me. You're sort of more, more eight till eight rather than nine till five. This is true. I really like that it's opened up, for example, this conversation where we're in different continents. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. I've had more contact with people outside of Canada in the last couple of months than I ever have in my life basically put together yeah 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 same as me so so i started my podcast um at the beginning of lockdown and it was called you can't do it and that's because i wanted to help people with mental health issues because i knew yeah. mental health issues were coming because you can't yeah. like, not everyone can can um come up with their own things to do in their own timelines and be happy with their own company and all that sort of thing some people aren't like that so they're going to suffer you know and so i started my podcast and then i started doing entrepreneur chats around uh, the 10th of june so it was the end of april i started it and i was just doing morning motivations a bit of positivity a bit of personal development that sort of thing and i started doing a bit of uh, business coaching and all that because i used to be a corporate sales director so i know a lot about networking sales marketing um entrepreneurship social media and all of that to start putting that in there and i started having dual chats because i was doing a lot of online networking but i didn't have the time to follow up with everyone because i was doing so much podcasting and contacting right. So I decided yeah. actually I'll follow up with them on a podcast and a Zoom call and a YouTube, put content to my podcast and YouTube and get my networking done at the same time as creating content so it become efficient. So, awesome. 
So I started getting people on, and because I'm a massive network and I got a big network, it probably took me till about say 50 episodes when I was starting to get a bit thin on the ground to my regular contacts. Yeah, which yeah. I, I'm nowhere near full my regular contacts, but the ones who were easy to get on, I've gone through. And now it's other people who are busy, and, and you know, you have to sort of like try and squeeze them in when you can, etc. Yeah. And in the last few weeks. I've just gone, started uh, connecting with people on Facebook and LinkedIn from all around the world. Which is awesome. And I've had another 50-odd people probably from around the world. Oh, so wow. I've had 50 people on my podcast. And it's been amazing just to speak to all those people and learn about how they're doing in business and in life and in lockdown and, and all that. Plus you get this beautiful parade of accents. Yes, exactly. And at some point, I think I'm thinking about trying to get a, um, a documentary produced from all the content. Super cool. Yeah, because like, it's, a, it's, it's a historic moment in time. And I've got yeah. a catalogue of 100 different people from around the world on how they dealt with that moment in time. And I was going to say, everybody has a story, right? Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. we can pretty much all remember where we were the, the moment that the government said, this is this is done now you're going to stay at home yeah yeah definitely and then like i say you know it's a great um it'll be a great educational piece for people on how to deal with a crisis because there's so many different you know stories of how people have dealt with this situation like you know so yes great educational video for you know the next global recession or the next pandemic or the next whatever that's anything i mean yeah. i've i've I was thinking about this earlier today, actually. I think when we come into these, it's just like meditation. It's just like mindfulness, where the more practice we actually have with change, change management, target setting, and being able to actually pivot, the more we're able to be comfortable with that and the more we're able to actually do it. If you've yeah. only ever done it once, this probably didn't go that well. Yeah. <laughs> But if you actually kind of have that regular practice, it is like exercise. It's like mindfulness. It's like healthy eating where you're just like, okay, let's just, let's just move it along. Yeah, I do a lot of personal development stuff. I do. I belong to a network um, called Intrabiz. They, they used to be Wales's biggest business network. And now they're a global online network and they have speakers like uh, Brian Tracy and um, Sharon Lecter and, uh, Dr. John Martini and Les Brown and all that sort of thing. So, you know, people, they would never have got to come to their real world events because yeah. they've gone online. Yeah. Uh, so some of these amazing guys. And I've, I've probably listened to uh, an audio book or read probably eight to 12 books, you know, during uh, the, the lockdown. So things like uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, you know, um, the, the Magic of Thinking Big, um, the psychology of sales, the psychology of uh, success, the million million dollars, uh, eat that frog. You know, I'm just going through them because, because I'm exercising all the time. I got them on audio while I'm- uh, I was gonna say, I do the same thing. Only I listen to podcasts, but it's, I, I think it's great because as I'm out exercising, I'm listening to, I mean, I've gone through countless hours of podcasts and it reminds me actually of being a student. Reminds me of being in university because when else do you get these literal global leaders of thought that are just in your ear? Only, I mean, this is, it's like just on my phone. I don't even have to pay for it. It's crazy. No, I know, I know. I, I go to YouTube and, and, and just find the audio version of, of the um, book 
you know, yeah. and, and either the person whose book it is is reading it on the audio, or someone else is reading it on the audio. So someone has just gone on there and reading it, like you know. And I, I much prefer that because I can. I like to do two, three things at once. I'm a yeah. multitasker, which is um, yeah. rare for us males, but uh, I do like to. <laughs> Like two or three things at a time, like you know. You know, there's a there's actually a studied phenomenon in fitness. If it is hard for you to work out, you do something called temptation bundling. So you take something that you want to do. Let's say it's listening to an audiobook or listening to a podcast, or even it could be even watching TV, and pair it with something that you really don't want to do very much. Yeah. And then you you bundle those together and it's kind of like a little Pavlov's dog phenomenon where you will start to, when you put your podcast on, you start exercising. When you, when you turn your TV on, you're going to start exercising. And yeah. it sounds like you inherently have that temptation bundling. So you're all on the audio books while you're working out. Yeah, it's just sort of like neuralistic programming. There's this habit forming, yeah. like, you know? but um, yeah. I love riding a bike and I love um, the audio book as well. So for me, I mean, I'm in heaven and I'm getting my mindfulness done at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. because um, even though when you listen to an audio book, you can still not be thinking that much. Like, you know, you can still be letting your head rest and, and, and sure. stuff like that. Plus sometimes, for example, like when you're out on a bike, you'll go in and out of signal area with your data. Yes. So sometimes yes. you're actually getting a bit of silence. And then if I'm enjoying that silence, I won't, you know, put, press play back on the, on the audio if I'm enjoying the silence. So it all depends what's out there and you know what the weather's like and all that sort of thing, right? You know? But, depends uh, on, I sometimes realize partway through a podcast, I'm like, hmm, I don't even know if I actually absorbed anything they were saying. So sometimes you're right. You totally get lost. Don't zone into other things, don't you? It all depends. Yeah, you just get lost in your own thoughts and it's just somewhere there in the background. And there's other times I'm just completely engaged in that in that podcast. But it's quite amazing how much personal development stuff is available in the world right now. And oh, like you yeah. said, have experts well. that we would have had to, we probably wouldn't have been able to access them 20 years ago. No, the, and the amount of free stuff in the first three months of lockdown, the oh, amount of it was crazy. went on and stuff, it was crazy, it was mad. It was crazy. I was thinking of that recently. I'm like, I wish that I could go back to that moment and just capture some of that because I just, I didn't have time to, there were so many courses and so many, so oh, many. I, I, was on, I was on about three, four, five of them a week. I was, it was crazy. It but, was crazy. Uh, I'm glad it, I'm glad it's died down a bit now because I would probably still be in that stage of, you know, to, to me, I'm all about knowledge and upskilling and, and all of that. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, it was, it's very, I, I was, what's really good about it is they do this uh, targeted advertising now. So once you agree yeah. to one thing, you keep getting lots more of it. And yeah. so that's bad if it's like spam advertising, but when it's actually stuff that you want, because right. it just keeps coming. Like, you're like, oh it yeah. It just keeps coming. I know. I actually was curious about that when you, um, for you, you just referenced, you know, this, this is a moment in time that's historic. That was probably literally the biggest wave of knowledge released to the world in one whack, in one single bit that yeah. has ever been done. The perfect storm, you know, because the, the technology was there. The, yeah. I think a lot of people who um, would normally charge a lot of money for that course yeah. thought actually I can just give back you know this is yes. the whole of humanity yeah. suffering right now yes. so 
the sort of mood and the, and the thought process was there. The technology was there. All of a sudden, everybody who wasn't online is now online. And all of yeah. this knowledge was like, right, you can webinar me, you can, you know, Zoom me, you can, you know, yeah. listen to me, audio me, whatever. So it was like the perfect storm that had never happened in, in history. And Never. I, and I absolutely agree. Yeah. So I would be curious, because I'm sure that at some point somebody will, in some academic setting, do some sort of analysis of how much data was put into the world in yeah. March 2020. But it was... I'm a, big fan of, I'm a big fan of Grant Cardone 10x, and it was a bit like 10x learning. Everyone went up 10x 10 times, like, you know? Yeah, it was just crazy. And I, and I agree with you, and I think every business owner just immediately had that, what can I do? And... Yeah. It, it had to relate somehow to getting everything out there and online. It was good, it was good to see hu humanity pull together a bit, you know, with, yeah. with that, you know. I think, you know, people do, we was getting into a stage before lockdown, before coronavirus and stuff, where people were getting a bit overly materialistic and not really appreciating the human side of things and, yeah. and whatever. And I think there's been a bit of a reset, you know, I think, you know, a bit like in war times, people pull together, you know, it was yeah. a bit like, a wartime with the whole human race is like on one side and then this coronavirus is on the other side. So you've I'm, had just, I'm fascinated by what long-term impacts this is going to have. I saw this morning, this was coming out of the US, but for the first time in six years, consumer debt has actually dropped. So credit cards are being paid off. So people are finally paying down debt faster than they're accumulating it. And I, it's things like that. When I see those statistics, I wonder, does that stick? Do, does some of this uptake in health and fitness, I did see that yesterday, that there is more consumer demand for health and fitness at this moment due to a lot of things that we talked about. I think it might be the one biggest change to lifestyle as it was. The one biggest thing I personally think there's going to be a just a change to work, uh, you know, patterns and you know all that sort of thing. This is going to be the big one, like you know. Yeah. What actually, from my business standpoint, what I thought was incredible, a couple of years ago, I actually did introduce an online component, but it was quite limited in a certain way because we just weren't there. It's very hard to get people to change. So I would have clients that would go on vacation and they would say, you know, we can, we can do a Skype or a FaceTime session. No, nobody did it. Zero people ever. No. I had Facebook classes and those did have some success, but it just didn't really kind of balloon into anything. And I noticed in March, it was just like, okay, well, you know, it's March 17th and now you have no choice. So if you've never used Zoom, today is the day you do it. If you have never used Facebook, today is the day you do it. If you don't have a phone with a camera, today's the day you get one. <laughs> and so everybody just got over all of those fears, all of those anxieties, you know, learn to just brush the old hair no matter where you're at. Um, kids and pets and whatever, stuff's in your background just it is what it I is it's dictated a lot by the older generation who didn't want to get used to the technology and the younger generation then 
would would not be able to dictate well i want to zoom you instead of go and see you because they were more senior they'd be like well i want to see you so you know the seniority if you like was always there and so it would have taken i think it would have taken 10 15 maybe Forever. 20 years to get to where i agree on now like you know what what so what, it was it was would have taken 20 technological on mass adoption that we've never seen before of probably anything probably ever because there was i think europe was was a little ahead of north america in terms of when we closed down but it was it was like literally with whatever jurisdiction you were in you had 24 hours to get on zoom or you were <laughs> that's yeah. it right <laughs> so, so i love that because i just i thought wow what an opportunity because this is a moment i don't have to walk my clients through this i don't need to walk my clients through fear or how we get on here or how to get it on your phone or what you're looking for it's just it's literally on mass adaptation yeah, everywhere. I'm doing like a lot of LinkedIn uh, potting at the moment, and LinkedIn's never been so full of people on it so often, and you know, yeah. it's just, everyone's gravitating the business world. I do a lot of B two B, and in the business world, the B two B and stuff is just, you know, I, I actually run a, a couple of pods, and I'm on a pod as well. So we all like like and comment each other's stuff to help the post go further, and yeah, get ten likes and comments within the first hour, and it goes viral, like you know. So LinkedIn's the best place still for that to happen, sure. and, uh, and and so yeah, you know, um, you know, now you get like I'll do a post and I get like five hundred views, uh, you know, just by getting ten likes or comments in the first hour, like you know, and and there's all those people on there, like you know, um, so yeah, I think it's fantastic. You know, for me, as somebody who does social media marketing, you know, SEO, on, I'm digital. You know, I was already in the online space. I used to have to try and pull people kicking and screaming, you know. In, in exactly. Area. exactly. And COVID did a much better job than I could ever have done, like, you know. COVID really um, stuck a gun to people's heads, yeah. which, you know, worked out for, if you, if you already were in that world, it yeah. was a great gun to people's head. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I'm lucky as well. Sounds like you are as well. I, I haven't been actually affected by anyone I know with actual COVID. So I've only seen the upside, not the downside. Uh, and obviously, all the people I get on in business, you know, if people have been affected, they haven't been overly affected. But, you know, the positives in their business has always been, you know, they're, you know, at the forefront, if you like. And uh, you know, the only effect I've had really is I've got... Um, uh, my dad and his girlfriend has um, shielding, so I've got, a, I've got, I've been shopping once a week, every week since it started. Oh. Like, you know? So, so, so yeah. that takes some time out of my day as well. So, sure. you know, uh, I usually do that on a Saturday or a Sunday. So those days are always pretty squeezed for me because I have the same routine all through the week. You know, just Saturday and Sunday is slightly lighter. You know, I don't do so many um, dual chats like this, so it's more just my own chats on, on, on the podcast because I at the moment I got five series running the A to Z of networking, the A to Z of marketing, the A to Z of sales, the A to Z of social media and the oh. A to Z of entrepreneurship. So I could do them on the weekends, you know, when uh when I'm not doing uh, dual interviews, you know, do dual chats. I call an entrepreneur chat. Yeah. 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 Well I think that like many things in life, um it it impacted every business and we can sit and focus on the things that went the change that we missed 
and we can mourn that for the rest of all time or we can focus on the things that have actually been gained out of this and there are probably many of both for a lot of businesses right yeah definitely I, and I, like i said i'm a big networker so if you know anyone uh, you know who's involved in networking or business entrepreneurship anyone else in your network that might want to come on my podcast then uh, feel free to send them my my all way right. and, bring uh, the canadians forth yes bring bring forth the canadians because uh, <laughs> I seem to bump into more Americans, but you know, I'm Welsh, I am. So we're like the the, the next door neighbors to England, the, the Welsh. Right. Which is very similar right. to the Canadians and the Americans. This so, is uh, true. This is right. true. We're a, we're a slightly quieter people. Yeah. Uh, years ago, I actually used to work at a major ad agency and we would pick up commercials that had been shot and edited for the American audience. So one of our clients was actually Pizza Hut and we would redub every single commercial because to the Canadian ear, the yeah. volume and the yeah, bourbon just sounds to Canadians like shouting. Yeah. So it, <laughs> I, I've never forgotten that because I actually find it quite hilarious. Yeah. So we, we tone it down just a notch. And so we would literally re-record. We would take the same visual and then just, just yeah, take just it into the sound booth, just turn the sound and a little bit of the enthusiasm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I see you're a bit more, um, also a bit more, usually Canadians, a little bit more uh, world aware than, than Americans. So Americans are quite American focused and that's it. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. You know, I think I actually, I lived in the United States and I think that the difference for certain for Canadians. We learn about America, we learn about the rest of the world. Americans tend to, in schools, learn about America. Yeah. So, I mean, Canadian history is not as long, it's not as complex, so we learn about it, but it just, we also learn about Americans, but yeah. we also, you know. But, yeah, because, because you have your European connection and, and influence, if you like, by France, then you're obviously a lot more aware of Europe than, say, the Americans usually are, like, you know. Correct. Correct. And then Canada also, of course, is part of the Commonwealth. So we are very aware of the wider sort of, you know, Commonwealth. Right. Africa and right. The rest of that. We have to, you know, so. pledge allegiance to the same queen as we have cousins. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there we are. So, uh, yeah, so I would say, you know, Wales and Canada, when I meet Canadians, Wales and Canadians always seem to get on because they have a sort of um, sort of little brother, you know, little next door, yes. quieter, little, uh, yes. a little bit more um, well-read, if you like, or a bit more worldviewly, you know. It is, it's quite fascinating, actually. Anytime I visit a Commonwealth country, I'm like, huh, I just, I get this. Yeah. A couple of years ago, we went to Barbados and, you know, that's in the Caribbean and, and I've been to other Caribbean nations, but just because Barbados is part of the Commonwealth, I was like, I just, I feel like I understand the rules of operation here. Yeah, yeah, the rules are very similar, aren't they? So, you know, you understand yeah. uh, the way things work and stuff. Yeah, but... yeah. Yeah, great. So, um, so tell um, tell everyone how can they, how can they get hold of you if they want to, um, you know, um, take part in any of your online content, etc. Excellent. Well, my website is mybodycouture.com, and then I am my body couture on Facebook, Twitter. I'm under my own personal name on LinkedIn, and I'm under my body couture on Instagram. So that is spelled M Y B O D Y. 
C-O-U-T-U-R-E. So couture being uh, fashion in, in France. Right, like it's, it's custom made. So what I actually do is custom fitness. I work largely one-on-one -on -one and I work with people anywhere in the world. I do at present have some group content classes as well, but I basically do custom fitness. So that's why I use the word couture. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, tailored then. Tailored. Tailored, yes. Tailored. Yes. So, um, yes, brilliant. And uh, any plans uh, for the future, you know, uh, with the business? Are you, are you doing exactly what you want to do or you got plans yeah. to, to, you know, expand or, you know, add anything else into the mix? Well, that's a great question. A couple of years ago, I really... I diversified my business, so I added an online component, I added product sales, I'm actually teaching teachers, I do writing. So I don't need to really expand, but what I do need to do and want to do, and this is the moment, is just integrate everything so that it's a seamless offering, whether it's bricks and mortars or whether it's online. So we're just kind of pulling all of that together. Um, the online sessions that I have done in the last number of months, my clients get exactly the same experience in real life as they do online. And it's just fantastic. So I don't have big plans. I have plans to really just settle into this hybrid model, which is so fantastic. So just mm -hmm. as, as we roll into September, just really putting everything that I've learned in the last five months really into play for clients. Yeah. So you've got the plan in place, really. It's just about growing, growing each of the elements of the plan just keep building exactly. that up exactly. yeah yes brilliant all right then well uh, yeah um, i'm conscious that uh, for you it's still uh, the afternoon it is it's getting towards uh, the late in the evening now 10 o'clock nearly 10 o'clock oh, wow. yeah um but uh, for you you know for me i can keep talking all day but i'm sure you've got some work you've got to do and and, and some clients to see and speak to and all that sort of thing so um, i'm gonna say thank you very much for coming on my podcast sharing all of the information that you have done and all of the, the um, goings on that you've been doing in your business. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot for that. And, Thank you uh, so much. Yeah, no problem. And uh, if I can be of any assistance to you, tag me in on social medias. On I will. All of that. I happily share any of your content or if you've got any events coming up, um, let me know and I'll happily share them. Amazing. Once I post this on my podcast and on my YouTube channel, I'll send you the links. Perfect. And I'll, I'll connect with you on LinkedIn. Brilliant. Okay, then. Lovely uh, meeting you and have a nice day. Thank you. You too. Brilliant. Bye-bye. And there's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you in conjunction with Startup and SME Web Design Business 333 Websites, which are available at www.333websites.co.uk and Mike Armstrong's Coaching, which is available at uh, mikearmstrong.me forward slash coaching. Um, there's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I, I will. And don't forget... You can do it. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye.